Hey everyone, welcome back to the Cross Border Interviews podcast, third edition of the Facebook Live series. Uh, we are uh, three weeks into what is now the new norm in some sense. Uh, we are now self-isolating, social distancing, and physical distancing like uh, life like our life dependent on it. Uh, the numbers continue to rise, but uh, as the 1920 saying used to go, the show must go on. So here we are. Uh, we are doing our third episode of the Facebook Live. We have a returning guest to the show. Uh, she is a advocate. She is a hoot on Twitter if you do not follow her. Uh, and uh, most more importantly, she is now what I would consider a close friend of myself. Uh, uh, today's guest is an advocate, and I made sure I knew this correctly before we started, uh, for closing the seniors gap, H to pension. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome our guest for the day, Anne Cartledge. Anne, how are you? Not too bad. How are you, Chris? I am fantastic. Week three of social isolation, and I think I finally hit the wall of going cabin fever. So here we are. <laughs> you are you are my uh, hump to get over so uh, cabin fever for week three. So let's do it. Okay. Well, I I've been isolating since the fourteenth of March. So you've been a week longer than me. That's that is right. So how is it going for you? Uh, there are days that it's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, but then there are days where um, I have a lot of faith in humanity, the way Calgarians have been coming through. So what are you doing to pass time? Um, redecorating. Ooh. Crafts. Yes. And uh, raising cane. Now, does that third one surprise you? Not one bit. Hey, if I if if you have not followed, uh, if my viewers or uh, uh, listeners have not followed you on Twitter, I recommend it because I think you are the only person of your generation who can get away with some of the things you say on Twitter. I'm a lady. You sure you are. <laughs> Doesn't give you an excuse to just say what you want to say, does it? Ah, uh, yeah. Why? Because I'm a lady, and I, I mean, I, what I say, I mean, I haven't been blocked by Kenny. I haven't been blocked by uh, Brett Wilson. Yet. There's Maybe they'll watch this and be like, block. Uh, there's only one person that's blocked me, and that's the Minister of Seniors and Housing. And, and which is kind of ironic because uh, you are an advocate for seniors housing in Calgary and across Alberta and even across Canada, and yet the seniors uh, and housing minister has blocked you. Like, uh, how, like when did you find this out? Like a day after it happened, two days after it happened, or when? Uh, she was when the Kenny, um, you know, announced who was getting what portfolios. Uh, I congratulated her. I, you know, I had uh, I picked her up on Twitter, congratulated her. And uh, next thing I know, I said, you know, maybe we can talk. We can get together for the Asia uh, pension. Well, next thing I know, I'm uh, blocked. Didn't know it for uh, a couple of days. Tried to phone her office. And they said to me, oh, yeah, we know what we know. We know all about the Asia pension and we're dealing with it. That was it. Now, I took it in a positive turn. Yeah. Which was, you know, not what the way it is. I mean, she since then has made the statement that seniors are going to have to uh, learn to live with what they've got, type of thing. And we would live within, live within their means. Yeah, and we did mention this in the show that we did uh, previous to this, and it was about three weeks. I don't even know how long ago it was. I'm going to say three weeks, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm right, yay. Um, But 
do you uh, do you think that they've done enough so far, or do you think that with everything going with everything else going on in the world right now with COVID nineteen, that seniors and housings has taken a back seat to uh, COVID nineteen? Can I be very, very honest with you? Hey, that, if that's not the Cross Border Interview Podcast way, then I don't know what is. Go for it as you want. We're with Kenny's latest uh, uh, announcement to his dictatorship. You're talking about Bill 10? Yes, Bill 10, okay. which was just announced today. Um, I think that uh, his agenda is not COVID 19, his agenda is not Albertans. I also just saw a tweet just a few minutes ago that said that uh, most people that were on Alberta Works would be able to top up, you know, to so much. Well, now they can't. Yeah. So, you know, he, he's cutting everybody, anything and everything that has to do with, uh, you know, people who are low income, poverty and seniors, too. I mean, he's cuts, made some cuts with seniors and I'm waiting for more. Like I said, you know, like I've said, I'm concerned about that. Uh, Trudeau has given us, you know, an extra GST and Kenny will turn around, and take it. And therefore, I will be caught, among other seniors, in the federal provincial trap. Which is sad, right? Because uh, we're all supposed to be in this together. And and that's the thing about what's happening provincially and federally is unless you read the fine print, the government's, while they're saying they're there for you, um, if you read, don't read the fine print, they can come back and bite you in the ass if you don't uh, properly u- utilize the money or resources that they're giving you during this time, right? Right. I mean, Alberta, seniors do get... Uh, an Alberta seniors benefit check. Yeah. And those are the low income seniors. Now I've been waiting for that to be attacked by the uh, UCP and Kenny. I've been waiting. Now this is a perfect opportunity. I get an extra 400, that $295 check. Well, that can be disappeared, right? Yeah. I may only get the 400 one time versus, versus where I get the 295, you know, every month. But once he eliminates it, he eliminates it. I mean, he's been giving himself powers to do so. Well, and that's the thing, right? Uh, we have a system, we have a government uh, system that is set up with checks and balances. And yet, uh, while we do have an opposition party in power right now, or opposition party that is in the legislature and across Alberta, uh, I, I find that even federally and provincially that the governments are using this to uh, move their agenda forward as quickly as possible and use it in a way that will benefit them and only them. Well, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that is exactly what is happening. COVID, uh, you know, I mean, is the old phrase of you don't kick a man when he's down. Well, how, how about, you know, not kicking Albertans when they're down? True. You know, I mean, Albertans need to come together and have. I mean, there, you know, there, there's two groups on Facebook that are, I just absolutely marvel at. They have helped me out as well. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about. So, like, as a senior with a little bit less mobility than others, how are you getting through this? Are you getting proper nutrition? Are you getting food? Are you getting the supplies that you need? And can you take me through some of the stories that, uh, like you said beforehand, of Calgary stepping up and helping you? Well, I mean, the two, the two groups that uh, are on Facebook uh, are um, damp light here. Um, 
COVID. All right, here. Uh, Caremongering, YYC. Yep. And the uh, COVID-19 uh, volunteers, YYC. And those those two groups have stepped up, stepped up and helped you? Uh, the one the uh, COVID-19 volunteers have. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, one day I, I said that I needed, you know, I just felt with my diet, you know, being lacking, I have frozen vegetables, but I just needed some fresh vegetables. So I put it out there and I know one of the ladies who picked me up some milk, she belongs to the group. So instead I was uncomfortable putting out there. So she put it out there. Well, within a couple hours, I had fresh vegetables. Wow. And when I said, well, you know, I'll send you the money. She said, don't worry about it. Really? Yeah. And I mean, these two groups, you post on there what area town is, what you need. And there's always somebody who's going to come across. Always. That's amazing. Uh, there's one person who's just posted that they, uh, you know, used all the sterile procedures and have got the face mask done. And they're waiting for people to pick up. And he said his only price is if you're near it, he likes uh, an Ar- some sort of Arby's burger. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's the best way to do it. Let's start the bartering system. If, if, if Star Trek taught me anything, a pandemic is the best time to start the bartering system and just get rid of all money. But I mean, that is fantastic. The Calgarians are, you know, coming forward. I mean, uh, you know, these are people that, I mean, you know, it's the uncomfortableness that we don't know this person. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, this person is, you know, is turning around and is doing something for us, spending their money. I have a neighbor who every time she goes, she says, do you need something? Do you need something? But it's always, you know, do I have the cash? I may have some in my account. But it's, you know, the email transfer works really, really well. Yeah, that contactless uh, uh, contact, right? So the not handing over that $20 bill anymore, it's, hey, I'm transferring you $20 via your email, right? Yeah. You know, and I mean, and, and this person, you know, has, has a couple of times gone out. But I mean, like when you're starting to have to pay ten uh, $10 for a pound and a half of hamburger, that's when you as a senior go, okay, where am I going to round that up? I have done orders through Amazon. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, it's cheaper for me to get my Cheerios that I like through Amazon than to go to the, you know, yeah. send somebody to the store. Yeah. The only problem is that one of the delivery companies that delivers for Amazon likes to drop it in the mailroom, doesn't buzz anybody, and it's, uh, well, if you remember, you go down and check, you might get your package. Yeah, I can imagine uh, because uh, I'm not saying that the place that you live has that issue, but you hear horror stories all the time of people uh, losing their Amazon packages because they play, uh, the delivery guy has placed them on the uh, yeah. front porch and they, they've walked off. So it's probably really hard sometimes to do that. Um, and I mean, I can understand where they're coming from, Chris, in the fact that they got to protect themselves too. No, exactly right. I make a, I make a point once they've buzzed me, I open my apartment door. And I back off. Yeah. Well, so they can inside. Yeah. Well, even like this week, we had two uh, packages delivered to our house, and they didn't even ring the bell. Right? Usually, they'd ring the bell, they knock on the door, let let yeah. people let you know that they were there. This time, it was like, and they would be right up against the door. This time, it was about right on the ledge of the staircase, and I was like, oh wow, like that's unusual, but that's the new norm that we live in, right? Well, I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, I'm one of these people that uh, loves my urban poetry. I write. Which will, hopefully you'll be able to grace us with one by the end of the interview. Definitely. I got two of them I could grace you with. Even better. Even better. So, um, 
but uh, we talked about how you're doing uh, physically because you're getting stuff. Uh, before we started, you did say that you did lose some weight in COVID. Most people would be gaining because they're not doing stuff, but you have lost weight. So congratulations to you on that. Thank you. And I was very pleased with that. So that that's an emotional boost. I can imagine. But what about the uh, social uh, aspect of this uh, new normal that we live in? Are you getting the social interactions that you need? Me, I'm not a social person. No, besides Twitter, like, are you are you still able to contact people? Like, uh, I will admit that usually before we go live here, we do do a test. And are you? Are my are my test usually lasts about five minutes, but for you, it lasted forty five minutes. So you seem to like to chat. So I'm just wondering, are you getting that uh, other places as well? Are you feeling lonely? Because I know being self isolated as a single person, it could get to the point where you feel lonely. There are days, okay. okay? There are days, but I have uh, friends that you know. I, I mean, I have a friend in England who I chat with every night uh, on WhatsApp, and uh, we trade, uh, you know, funny um, cartoons, like the one I, I sent you with about the toilet paper rolls when there's meat on the bones. Yep. I do that all the time. For anyone who doesn't know this, uh, she sent me a photo of three toilet paper and uh, rolls, but the rolls were empty, but they still had like one or two little pieces of toilet paper. And I said, that is exactly my house because I will freak out because we are in a quarantine. We cannot go shopping every week. You have to make sure you use every last drop. I will pinch every penny if I have to. But I mean, you know, the thing is that things like that we pass things back and forth uh you know people dressing in the um um suits the you know the t-rex suits yep you know that is i mean fantastic to see a whole lineup of people you know doing a jig and a dance and you know what about the uh fireplace and uh firemen and the police who go to kids birthdays who go to kids houses and sirens are wailing and everything and say happy birthday to them yeah you know, they do the same thing with the people in the hospitals, well, you know, the, the staff. Yeah, and I know that uh, we had talked about this uh, about a week ago. Um, social media has become such an amazing I, – I, I'm the first to admit that I do not like social media, but – Every time you and I chat, you always send me a new story of about how social media is helping uh, seniors, people who are uh, feeling lonely. And there's a story out of the States where um, there was a gentleman who had posted something on social media because he had gotten the uh, uh, announcement that he uh, was positive for COVID-19. And you sent this to me and I, uh, I, I was so amazed that from the time you sent it to me, from the time to the time the gentleman was reached it was so short and he was he's better now because of it well he is he's down in illinois yeah and i mean he was uh you know there was suicidal talk i mean that was just all there was to it and and it happened i just happened to pick up on it i mean a lot of things i pick up on twitter are happen tense you know like i just happened to come across it yeah. And, uh, you know, he has sent videos and it has been bad. Today, uh, on the weekend, he was out in, in the sunshine and uh, he said it didn't do his lungs good, but it treated his, uh, his attitude and his, you know, moral sense, very his morale. Well, exactly. Right. And it's always hard to reach out no matter who you are, uh, whether you be 20 years old, 30 years old, 10 years old. It's hard to reach out. And especially if you're in that position. And I think that's why I'm so 
uh, uh, attract it to your personality is because you will reach out to on your worst day to your best day. I think. Am I correct in saying that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And oh yeah, there, there's not anybody that sort of gets by me. And it, I mean, I have done cases of where um, I've had to weigh: is that relationship going to be viable for both? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can't. Uh, as I said to you before, <clears throat> uh, I'm a mother type. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, you know that has been to my detriment as well as to my benefit. And, uh, I mean, I, 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 you know, hold back trying to give the advice, but at the same time, I can be the mother type in offering support in that. I mean, and I think that's what this gentleman was looking for. He was looking for somebody to care enough. I mean, there's about four or five of us that had uh, flagged him on Twitter as a suicide risk. And believe me, the man knew it. And, you know, all of a sudden he's like, no, 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 you know. <laughs> but, I mean, at the same time, his son came that night to help him out. Yeah. Well, I even listened to some of the, like, because he had put a video on uh, Twitter and you sent me the link to it and I listened to it and he was struggling. And, and yet again, he had uh, prior issues to getting the diagnosis of COVID-19 and right. he was, uh, he had just been notified that he was tested positive and uh, they weren't giving him a positive outlook, but you rallied around him and you have never met this gentleman. You have no idea who he is. You have probably never, have you been to Illinois in your life? Nope. Exactly. So these are the stories that during this uh, pandemic I hear, and I'm so proud that people like yourself are stepping up in that way. Well, I mean, it's the same as I've met a lady that I follow on YouTube. She's from Minnesota. And her and she's been a very good example. I mean, her kids have all had to come home from university and everything. And they've all and her husband had been um, uh, having to be quarantined and that, you know, they've they've been through the mill. But they're all she's always a, um, a venue of truth and having some fun. You know, watching her go through not only doing her crafts and stuff like she's a great thrifter. You know, and I, and I love thrifting. I would love to go through, you know, but the, forget that. But she also is, uh, you know, the kids are, are uh, a bang, uh, you know, a bunch of fun. Like they make cookies and, and you know, anything that can happen, it, you know, she, you can hear the giggling in the background. Aww. And it shows a family pulling together, doing what has to be in the COVID, you know. While we've talked about the positive stories out there right now, are you seeing the negative side of this whole issue? Uh, the negative for me is the um, looking at the pictures of these streets that are so darn empty. And I mean, you're you know you're a Star Trek guy, so I'm sure that you have uh, some some uh, shows or some episodes where that is exactly what's happened. You know, they've gone down and all of a sudden the streets are very empty and they you know, wonder what's killed all these people off. Yeah. You know, and uh, this is something that entered my mind just as COVID was coming into fruition. Yeah. I mean, yes, it worries me, you know, that, I mean, if I go out there with my health, am I a you know, target? Am I a walking target? Well, and that's, and that's the million dollar question, right? Um, while we are going through this now and everything seems to be trying to be the new normal of not uh, 
physically being near people, staying at home when you have to. Do you see, and uh, and I hate to use Donald Trump as an example because he just tweeted this out, do you see the light at the end of the tunnel? It's a long ways off, in my opinion, Chris. It's a long ways off. And I agree wholeheartedly on that statement, too. I, We are... We are projecting June. I don't see that. And, I, and I'm not trying to scare people and I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be uh, pessimistic about this. I'm just saying that I don't see us going back to the way we were in February or even March, beginning of March. We're never, we're never going to go back that way, Chris. No. Never. What we knew is normal is never going to be normal anymore. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. And, you know, I mean, uh, the talk of the stampede being canceled. Yeah. You know, I, uh, homeless conferences being canceled. You know, I mean, uh, there is so much, uh, you know, people use Zoom to, um, you know, interact with other people. And yet, you know, some of the Jewish community ended up with some people hacking their Zoom account. And my gracious, what they didn't come up with. Well, you know, what was posted. And that's my thing. I don't trust Zoom. Like, I have to use it for work, but at the same time, I don't trust it. Like, I use e- Ecamm Live, which I'm currently recording on and broadcasting. Uh, and I know it's, you know what? Once I shut it down, it's down. And they, I have not heard of any reports of anything bad happening. I've not seen any reports of anything bad happening. But I'm just one of those people that... If I keep on, this is our new normal. Sorry, I'm reading the comments that are coming in from our conversation so far. And we just had one that said, yes, this is our new normal. Um, So you talked about homelessness for a bit there. Um, I know you were uh, uh, active in the homeless uh, uh, advocacy role a bit when you were a little bit younger. Um, do you see a positive sign for the homeless community in this uh, ordeal? Not with uh, the way, you know, I hate to be a negative Nelly, but not with the way that the homeless have been warehoused. Uh, as far as I'm, and I mean, and then they turn around and say, well, they have a, a special room where they're, uh, that nobody's going to know where it is uh, for these people to become COVID po- uh, positive. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, I, okay, I haven't been on the streets, walking the streets or anything like this, but I have dealt where I live enough with homeless people or people that have been homeless to know that their, their communication, their Tom Tom, you know, I mean, th- their communication is super, super strong and it's super quick. Oh, I agree and, wholeheartedly. You know, I mean, if they can find a place where they can uh, park, you know, half the, you know, the other nation, they're going to. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, uh, you know, but for Kenny to think that uh, putting them in, uh, you know, in the Telus Center, I mean, in my opinion, there's only one reason he's putting him there. You look at the cots and you look at what the Telus Center is. He's not risking bed bugs. Really? You think that's the case? I think that that's a big one. Wow. Because there's no mattresses. There's no pillows. Jeez. You know, I mean, and pillows and blankets can be thrown out. And I mean, the floors, you know, they're, they're, they're hardwood floors, more or less. And that's what, you know, I mean, if he puts them in motel rooms, uh, he says that they're worried about people hanging themselves. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's the fact that they don't want to end up having to replace all the beds. Like, let's get real. I mean, it may sound like a stupid thing. But, hey, it makes sense. Because you look at the one in Edmonton, you've got a mat on the floor. 
Well, I think I think it was Red Deer. I think one of the ministers, I think it was Ministers of Children's Services or Minister of Seniors in Helsings, I forget which one. Don't quote me on who it was. But a provincial minister tweeted out a photo of a Red Deer church who had put mats on the floor and said, yay, thanks for stepping up. Understandable, anyone stepping up and doing something, that's great. I, I love the fact that people are pitching in. But we are a society that looks after each other. And if you think pitching in or setting up mats for homeless is the best thing we can do, then I think we have another issue that we have to talk about. Well, I mean, uh, somebody on Twitter did say that there's this possibility that the telecenter, hey, make it a COVID hospital. Yep. People that are, you know, are positive. But why does uh, Kenny send uh, a place built, a hospital, was built by Sprug Industries here in Calgary, all the way out to Toronto or Ontario? Mm. Why can't that be done for the homeless here? Oh, I agree. There are many alternatives that can be done. And he's fighting. And I mean, you know, we know Chaz is, is, you know, the strongest support of it all. But Kenny is fighting every step of the way. So it's not a case of, again, um, you know, he's he just wants his way, in my opinion. You know, and I mean. And if Justin Trudeau tried to get his way, the whole conservative right would be up in arms. But if something happens with the conservatives, it's okay. He's trying to make it better for the rest of the world. That's why I. I find it. Hip- but I mean, oh, go ahead. Have you heard that Kenny's also putting out his hand to Trudeau and saying, I need some money for the oil industry? Yeah, I saw that today, too. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, excuse me, kill your war room, kill, you know, all these people that you're supplying income, you know, for, you know like Harper and all of them that, you know, and, and probably uh, Brett Wilson that you're you know on these committees. You know, I don't know who's all on these committees, but, but you're probably supporting. No, but at the same time, you have to admit they did. Uh, they did roll back 90. 90- Eight percent of the budget for the war room, so that's a positive step. <laughs> I mean, that I'm sorry. I mean, I've, I've got enough years on me. If you're going to save ninety eight percent, you don't turn around and put it into something like that. Just he just moved it. That's all he did. He made it look good. Yeah, I can make my budget look really good too. Let's, let's do it. Let's forge some numbers. Actually, let's not, because I do not want to be on the record as a small business owner of forging the numbers. So I'm just going to say, let's not, and let's just say that we're awesome. So before we let you go, I'm going to get you to read your two poems here. So what is the first one that we got here? The first one is to do with, um, I sent you a copy of it, and it talks about how I feel about what's going on now. Okay. It says, we are scared, we are frightened. It all feels out of so out of control. How can something so small panic the entire planet? Breathe. Breathe deep, everyone. We have lots of control, not always in the ways we want. We are told what we must do and not do, protesting, protecting others. But most important, we, have, we must remember, love is better than hate. Love doesn't mean we have to like it. It means giving respect all needed to each and every person that exists in our community. Many thanks to those who helped. The kindness is abundant. Yes, there are bad guys, but we, but we will banish them. Leaders are and must show us the way. No political crap. Time for the human love we all want and have. Let us not destroy this world. Be safe, be well, be kind. That's awesome. 
Where'd that come from? Did that come from the heart or uh, brain or how did, how did that come about? Well, I mean, I, I knew there was a poem brewing in there, you know, but I mean, I, I couldn't get, I couldn't get it to come. It just, you know, sometimes it takes a while and then sometimes I can sit down in five minutes and have another poem. Uh, what's, what's that one called? I have entitled it. Untitled. <laughs> untitled COVID-19. Well, hey, that's a good one. I'll have to think about that one. I mean, you know, to me, I, I, you know, I plan on putting it on, uh, you know, all the Facebook and and uh, Twitter. I always do. Yeah. But I mean, it uh, to me, it says it everything. I mean, there's, there's a lot going on in the world. There is. And we've barely scratched the surface of it, right? I, I think that we're in for a big, big, big change. I, I couldn't agree more on that statement. Somebody asked me if we were looking at Armageddon, and I said, no, we're not looking at Armageddon, but if we don't smarten up, we could produce it. That's true. And what about your second one? My second one is one I wrote today. Called? Untitled COVID-19-2? They used to say untitled. Get? Normal we knew will not be again. The new normal will be interesting, scary, <clears throat> but it will show us what we are made of. War didn't need to happen. We all fought the same enemy. COVID-19, we will wash you away. Be aware that we are all strong. That's awesome. Do you think we are all strong? I think we are. I mean, yes, there are, you know, I mean, when a woman gets kicked out of her house because her boyfriend all of a sudden decides he doesn't want her there, where does she go? She goes on those sites and somebody, you know, finds her place. Yeah. You know? I mean, Calgarians, they did it in the flood, right? So how are you stepping up? And I'll ask this as the last question. How are you stepping up to help other people? What are you doing? We talked about you reaching out to the man in Illinois, but what else are you doing? Uh, creating this disturbance as usual. Like I'm asking what's going to happen with that 400. Is, you know, our seniors going, Chris, don't laugh at me. I'm sorry. You're the first person on the podcast to ever say I'm, I'm a shit disturber. Okay. I told you, I'm on Twitter, but I'm a lady. <laughs> lady shit disturber. Uh, now you've made me lose my thought here. Okay. No, I mean, the thing is, I like the $400 uh, extra that we're going to get from the GST, supposed 400 Yeah. I mean, I'm asking questions, and I'm asking questions in every, even a tweet, a tweet to Trudeau. What's going to happen to us seniors who end up getting that? Is, uh, you know, Kenny, now he has given himself these powers, going to take our Alberta seniors benefit away. Uh, and then when I, my rent is subsidized by Calgary Housing. When I do the review, which is due in July, am I going to have a rent increase? Here's hope. GSC, I really hope. Not tax, but but at the income? same time, Kenny did announce that uh, until the health pandemic is, uh, and I use air quotes because I don't know the official word, health pandemic is officially over, um, no, no one can increase rent, if I'm not mistaken. Uh I don't think so. I mean, I think that that's, that's probably got so many. Like, I would have to read yeah. all the underlying things that go on in there. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, now he's got it where doctors have to give him uh, three months notice before, before they quit. Yeah. Anyone else has to give two weeks, but doctors have to give three months. So, Right. And I mean, you know, and then people aren't, aren't happy about the nurses that go to work in the States. They say, you know, go live in the States so that you don't bring it back and forth. There's validity to that. That's true. But at the same time, there's one overriding thing. We have to feed our families. 
I just happened to see on um, the watch list from the Facebook, which I often check, uh, a family every night their mother comes home from the hospital, either has balloons or confetti or roses. They all stand at the door applauding. Now, that's fantastic. You know, like, you know, I I mean, I've seen pictures today of, of, you know, doctors and nurses that, I mean, they just had it. They just, you know, sort of collapse where they are. They can't take off those masks because they can't put them back on again. That's true. You know, they can't take off those gowns. I mean, they're probably going to have to change them after they've been on the floor. But they're so tired. They're so done. There's doctors who have sent the wife and kids away, not for any other reason than that they want to protect them. You know, look at the, uh, you know, over in England. Well, yeah, I, I, I was... Our nurses and doctors need to get a significant pay raise after this, if you ask me. Well, I mean, as long as uh, Kenny has his way, it's not going to happen. He's just telling him, you know, get gone. I, I, I feel bad for the nurses and doctors. And while we are relying on them so heavily right now, I hope to God. And as you know, I'm not that religious, but I hope to that higher power, whatever it is. Um they stick around and see this through because at the end of the day they are our first line they are our last line of defense between us and this disease and uh, without them we would be in a much worse situation well and I mean like myself I can't get a hold of my doctor I don't even know if he exists you know anymore because you know he came from England over here and now all hell is broken loose over here you know all over the world really yeah you know, I mean, uh, we're, we're better off here than they are in England anyway, so. That's true. That's true. If, if you haven't heard the news yet, uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson of the United Kingdom was admitted to the intensive care unit uh, after being admitted to the hospital on Friday for COVID-19-related uh, issues. Um we hope for a speedy recovery. While I've said it on the show, I I am more center. Uh, I would not wish this disease on any of my worst enemies. I, I wouldn't wish it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even wish it on Kenny. <laughs> there you go. Well, no, I wouldn't. No, Joanne, uh, Anne. Sorry, Joanna, Anne. Um, I appreciate everything you do. I, I really hope you get your answers that you're looking for. I hope this is a little bit of a uh, soapbox that you can stand on and get Trudeau to do something um, or get your answers that you're looking for because I don't want our seniors in across Canada, especially here in Calgary, but not even especially here in Calgary, but across Canada to uh, have to deal with the ramifications of not knowing completely what strings are attached to what money. Well, and I appreciate it, Chris. I really thank you for that because, you know, I mean, this has happened before. It's good. It just takes yeah. one 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 hand doesn't know what the left hand right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing. But- and that's part of the age to pension. And I mean, and that's that's what I've been doing. I mean, you know, and uh, and, and one of the things, like I said to you before, Chris, my next project always falls right in my lap and I have another project that's falling in my lap. And, you know, which I which you told me a little bit about and I won't ruin the surprise. But uh, once that happens, I, I, I want to have you back on the show. Definitely, definitely. Okay. Well, uh, Anne, I want to thank you very much for doing this again. Greatly appreciated. Um, 
If they do not know, I will link your Twitter bio to the Facebook page, to the Twitter. So thank you very much for doing this. And as long as you uh, give me a place where I can uh, have a copy of this so I can send it off. Oh, I will. I'll send you the link once it's uploaded tonight. Well, the other one went to Trudeau. (coughs) There you go. Hey, hopefully he listened. I wonder if there's an Ottawa listener. Anyway, thanks very much, Anne. Thank you, Chris. Take care.